You build wealth through concentration. You protect wealth through diversification. But the third thing people don't really talk about is what is your plan to spend that money? How do you burn down on that? What are you going to spend it on? Like People are great at being frugal and saving and making this huge nest egg. But then do you think they're magically just going to switch overnight and be like, okay, I understand how to spend now after you've been saving for decades and investing. No, it doesn't work that way. Welcome back to another episode of the Ben and Bergs podcast. I'm Ben, your favorite high school dropout and founder of Collective Shift. Alongside me is Bergs, your favorite MBA and COO of Collective Shift, Australia's leading crypto portfolio insights company providing professional analysis and portfolio strategies for crypto investors like you. We are a unique blend of the established and the self-made, and we're here to break down crypto, business, and personal growth. But we're not here just to talk crap. We're giving you the insights you need to make better investments, build successful businesses, and level up your life. And today, we're talking about taking profits, and taking profits when we're not even at the peak of a bull market. Uh, we're talking about this because I recently took a little bit of chips off the, off the table uh, for reasons that were more personal. And I think this is an underspoken about thing. Um, many people are, well, you know, including myself, super highly leveraged on crypto, you know, went from 99% exposure to crypto and, and decided coming into the Christmas period and I want to take a bit of a holiday in January. I was going to take some profits because uh, I realized I was living life on hard mode, you know, not much cash. Everything was in crypto, right or die. And, you know, it was creating some, you know, personal, you know, stress just for the fact that I, I didn't have enough cash in my bank to, to, to live normal life. Uh, and Bergs and I had a conversation recently around, well, like, well, why don't you take some chips off the table? Like, and I've, I've made some pretty good investments this year. You know, one of the investments that I released to our members three or four months ago, I think it's now up over 300%, bought in at 550 It's up to $20, I think it hit yesterday. So, like, you know, my portfolio is looking amazing. You know, like, my crypto net wealth is brilliant, but my cash net wealth... <laughs> Was, uh, was 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 very low. So yeah, recently took some, some chips off the table, uh, not because I don't think it's going to go higher. I 100% think it's going to go higher, but yeah, just took some profits to to take some cash out and just live life a little bit more comfortably. And it's been nice, Bergs, honestly. That's awesome, mate. I like that. Ride or die, double R. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and look, dear listener, we're walking in the streets of Melbourne. I'm walking with Ben and every five minutes, he's like, oh, this coin's up 20%. Two hours later, it's up 50%. Next day, it's up 100%. And I'm like, bro, you have $4 in your bank account. What is wrong with your life? Like you get stressed out about this. Your asset allocation is going up, but you're not managing your cash flow correctly. And I think this is a key thing for people out there. And we talk about life-changing amounts of money, right? And this can be very different for different people. It could be, hey, I can afford $500 to get a mountain bike so I can now ride to work in 10 minutes instead of walking in 40 minutes. Or it might be, hey, I can take that small holiday or I can buy a car or a deposit for a house or it may be even bigger like, you know, I can buy a business or I can buy an entire house. Like it is different for different people. And Ben, I don't think you realized the amount of mental stress that was actually causing you until... You decided you were going to do it and you sold some crypto and now you have that money and you can see that money in your bank account. How different do you feel now? Well, yeah, it's about much different. And it's been years since I've, uh, you know, um, had 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 more than, um, you know, just a week's worth of expenses in cash. Because one, I hate cash. 
you know, two, we're building a startup. So all the, the money we make just gets piled back into the business, right? Like it's not like we're taking massive wages. Like we're, we're taking what we need to live and that's it and everything's back in the business. So, you know, the business in, is in a good cash position, but that's not mine. So my personal cash position is just the, you know, the salary that we take each week, which pays for expenses. And the rest of my net worth is all in crypto. It has been for seven years. So, you know, to, to think about, you know, the next little, you know, couple of months wanting to take a bit of a holiday, you know, Christmas, just, you know, different bits and pieces um, to then take some, some chips off the table, which is very small, you know, maybe like two or 3% off my total portfolio in cash. And then just not have to stress about that, about, you know, going on a holiday, booking a couple of weeks away and, and, and doing different things. Um, totally different uh, mindset. You sort of go from that. Um, and I mean, you know, ultimately, um, that's the goal of crypto, right? To be financially free. And, you know, arguably, you know, you are, you know, arguably I'd be financially free if I was to think of my crypto as an, not an investment, but just, you know, liquid cash, right? But it's, it's tied up in assets and I don't want to sell it and holding for a long period of time. Um, so what is your spendable, you know, assets or spendable, you know, cash? It was very, very low. So to flip that was a whole different perspective, a whole different, uh, you know, change of change of mindset. It feels different, doesn't it? Having that buffer of comfort. And I remember um, poor, 10 years ago, I think it was for me, uh, Red Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and just having that, for me, it was three months of living expenses saved up. Uh, don't worry about my investments. Don't worry about anything else. House, don't worry about it. Just three months. So if I lose my job, I can figure it out. I expanded that to six months, then to 12 months. Um, just because I wanted just to, a very large buffer where as I advance in my career, like the career choices I have are better, but I don't want to just settle for any job. I want the job that I want and I'll have at least 12 months to figure that out. Just having that gives you a level of comfort and safety and freedom. It's the equivalent of having FU money where if I don't like something, I say, no, nah, and I don't do it and I've got 12 months to figure it out. Amazing. Yeah. And then from there, you kind of redefine as well. So what is life-changing money for me now? So I'm like, shit. My goals aren't that big. I have to redefine my goals. <laughs> what do I want to do with you know my family? Do I want to pay off a family member's home? Do I want to go on this holiday? Do I want another house? Do I want a fancy car? Do I want to not work for a few years? And I think constantly reassessing that, what life-changing money is for you, um, is a really great thing to do. And I think a lot of the time, it's actually not that much money. Like even if you're earning a good salary, let's say you can have fifty thousand dollars profit, which might be a lot for for some people, but in a bull run, that is that is not much profit at all. If you put a thousand dollars in, you see ridiculous things. And you could just work part time for the year, or you could go and be a barista and supplement your income with that. Like that is life changing. Imagine what that year will be like for you. Yeah, it, 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 this is. I've gone through the exact same process of thinking that you know the amount of money that. I thought I wanted to make in a bull market was, you know, you know, millions and millions and millions. And I, you know, I think, I think we'll be able to make that, but like, there's a difference between like what you actually need and what you want. So like I was, I was chatting to another crypto guy the other day, a mate of mine, and we're talking about like, you know, what, what's, what's the bull market car you're going to buy? Like, what's the, you know, at the peak of the bull market, you make a bunch of cash. Like what's the car brand? And I was like, I actually don't, I don't have a car brand. Like that's like these sort of like things to buy is not that exciting to me. It's fascinating. It's like it's more about 
making the money that it is spending it. Like there's actually not, there's not many things that I have in my mind apart from buying my mum and dad a house and maybe getting a, you know diversifying that I really want to buy. And then even taking these profits that I took the other day, right, like 10, 20 grand, um, you know, just to distribute the cash in the bank, which is nothing, made the world a difference. It's just like what a like you know what 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 a, what a change that is just to not have to um, you know not not have to think about you yeah. know being so levered up in one, one asset. Yeah, and what if an emergency pops up? You could just pay for that. I remember um, this is before I got into crypto, but. My rich life that I wanted was to be able to go to an Italian delicatessen down the road. And whenever I went in there, I wouldn't have to look at the prices. I could just buy whatever I want. These are just like cold meats and cheeses and all that kind of stuff. Some of the stuff does get expensive, but to not have to look at my bank account and know that I can afford it and buy those goods and go home with them was like, well, I've made it. This is it. (laughs) That's what it was for me. And that was like a really amazing feeling of wealth. And it doesn't have to be across every single area of this of your life. We get lulled into this weird thing where you save up $2 million, $3 million, $5 million, you put it in a bank account or you invest it and then that pays for your cash flow. That's really not how life works. You get to choose the areas that you spend a lot in and the areas you do not care about and you do not spend on. Like Ben, you don't give a shit about cars. You probably just take Ubers and public transport or you buy a cheaper car or a scooter. You don't care about those things, right? Mm. Like me with my car, like I drive a V8 Commodore. Like I've got no desire to own a Ferrari. I don't, that would stress me out owning that, right? But I like to go on good holidays. I like to stay in expensive hotels and I like really good food. They're the areas that I'm going to spend a lot on. And if I can use my investments to facilitate that, that is absolutely what I'm going to do. I don't, that is the function of investments. I invest and I work crypto and I do this because it fulfills me, it improves my life and those investments need to be converted into an asset that can improve my life. Otherwise, what's the point in stacking more and more and more marbles? When are you going to spend them? What are you going to do with them? What change are you going to see in the world for other people and yourself? Really great points. I think that it comes back to you understanding your goals. Like, what is the goal that you're trying to achieve through your investments, through crypto in your life? You know, like, you know, speaking to a guy the other day that had $10 million of Solana. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast. And he's like, what should I do? I'm like, well, what are your goals? He's like, I don't know. What do you need $10 million for? He's like, well, I don't need $10 million. I'm like, well, that's probably one of the reasons why you're going to ride this all the way up and all the way down because you have no idea when the time is to sell because, you, you know, you don't even know what you want to do with the money. Um, and you might not even have any idea of what you're going to do with the money. But holding $10 million in a volatile asset probably isn't the best idea. <laughs> you know, so thinking about what you need, and that might only be, you know, five, 10 grand. Who knows? And that's right, defining those goals. And even if you're having a hard time defining those goals, if you have $10 million, take out a million or 1.5 million because you'll have to pay tax and set that aside for a year. You're still going to have eight and a half million there to play with and to invest and do whatever you want to do with. Leave it there for a year and decide what you want to do with your life. You will still have a million dollars there. And this goes for any amount. If you're at 100000 you can still sell some and put it away until you decide what you want to do with it. Don't wait until it's too late. It's all or nothing. Average in and average out. And this is something we've spoken about before around like wealth accumulation comes from um, you know focus, right? And and having you know high conviction plays. Um, 
versus uh, wealth preservation is when you start to diversify and you try and you know rotate your assets into into other or rotate your capital into other assets. And this is a big mental switch that um, you know really how you become wealthy and and that this guy didn't really hadn't thought about is like just you know holding ten million dollars of Solana isn't a great way to preserve that wealth, right? It's going to be hugely volatile if you're going to hold one asset with a shitload of capital. Um, so starting to diversify, thinking about cash, thinking about property, thinking about bonds, stocks, whatever it might be to, to preserve that um, is the next step that we all need to be thinking about in this next cycle. Like, what are we going to do next after this bull market? What are we going to do with that money? That's exactly right. And so to sum up what Ben said, you build wealth generally through concentration. You have a business or you pick an investment that goes through the roof and then you protect wealth through diversification across different markets, different assets. So one goes up, one goes down. You're still protected. You don't lose all your money. But the third thing people don't really talk about is what is your plan to spend that money? How do you burn down on that? What are you going to spend it on? Like People are great at being frugal and saving and making this huge nest egg. But then do you think they're magically just going to switch overnight and be like, okay, I understand how to spend now after you've been saving for decades and investing? No, it doesn't work that way. So slowly work your way towards living your life today. What is that life-changing money for you? And if you need help, read The Psychology of Money and Die With Zero. Those books will help you a lot. Love it, mate. I actually spoke to someone yesterday. It was a company. Um, so there's one company that's retail-oriented called Block Earner. So basically what you can do um, rather than selling your crypto, you can actually take loans now against your crypto, through what's called collateralized loans. So you can take up to 50%, I think, of whatever money you deposit into these different providers to take out a loan. So it's a great way to not have to sell your crypto. Um, and I believe this is a gray area, but you know, it may not actually be a taxable event. But I'm not sure, not sure if you know, we need to maybe ask fours. But you know, I don't think it's actually from what I heard, I don't think it's a capital gains event if you um take a loan against that crypto. I may, it might be. If it's not, that's a game changer because basically what you can do is you can take a loan against your crypto. Um, to t- to take out cash without actually selling the asset and without actually triggering a capital gains tax. Obviously, you have to pay the interest on the loan. I think block earn is about six percent, um, but it's a- another really cool way where you can you know cash flow your assets without having to sell them. That's right, and there is a lot of complexity there. Do seek professional financial advice for your specific situation, and there are things like you can put your crypto in certain areas and earn a yield. You can you know put it away. Let's say you want to hold this for 20 years. Why not redraw equity against it like you would your home or another asset? And you really need to look at, first of all, the company, the details around it, who custodies it, um, how much uh, like loan to value ratio do you need before that gets called? There's a lot of complexity there, but um, speak to an accountant about that. Um, Adrian at Crypto Tax Australia will be across it, uh, plus a few of our other partners. But think about these things and how you can use that asset. Instead of it just being over there, how can it change my life today? Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, we're probably very over um, capitalized in the crypto ecosystem. And I definitely do think in this next cycle, like we we, we all need to think about how we're going to diversify and um, to preserve that wealth. So maybe some more topics we can talk about later on the pod, Berks. Absolutely, mate. I've loved this one. And Ben, good on you for taking profits. It's very difficult to do. And I remember seeing your face when you just go, oh, I can just do that and my life will be fine. I'll have like X amount of money in my bank. When I go to my ING, I open it and there's that money in my bank. And it sounds so simple, but you actually did the thing and you're a lot happier and you're a lot less stressed for having done that. 
what's funny because we've got all this crypto that I just like don't want to touch. So you live life so frugally that you're like it's it's painful. Uh, and then you're like, well, why don't I just take you know like a couple of percent off and just live a great life? So I do that, and now I live a great life. That's like what did that before? <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it so crazy? We it's this all or nothing mentality that yeah. we tend to have. And don't touch my crypto. I need to accumulate more crypto and only crypto. Everything's going to zero. Crypto's going to zero. <laughs> but you got to live as well, and you have to enjoy your life now because tomorrow isn't promised. And maximize the time that you have now. Love that, mate. Great way to end. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, If you have a friend or family member that needs to take profits, please send this to them. We'd love for you to share it with a friend. It's how we grow the podcast each and every week. And uh, we thank you for listening. Bergs, we'll see you next time. Thanks, champions.